You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Kara Cooper and Jessica Rush. You're listening to Mama's Talking Loud with our guests Pearl Sun and Jenny DeNoya. Welcome to Mama's Talking Loud. This is Jessica Rush. And this is Kara Cooper. And we are talking today about being a standby mama, a standby in a Broadway show and a mama, what that entails. <laughs> and joining us are Pearl Sun, who Hi. is currently a standby at Come From Away. And she has a son named Max, and he is three. three. Just turned three. Awesome. And Miss Jenny Denoya. Hey. And she is an Alphabet standby, the Alphabet standby at Wicked here in New York. And her daughter Jules is almost four. Yeah, she's almost four, November. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Welcome, ladies. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Uh, all right. So let's kick it off just kind of starting with your journey of motherhood and theater. Were you in a show when you found out you were pregnant? What was your journey into motherhood? What did that look like? Uh, well, I actually found out that I was pregnant while I was doing Wicked. I was in L.A. doing the first national tour of Wicked before they closed. And um, two weeks into my run there, I was like, man, my voice feels really strange. <laughs> uh, something's going on with my body. And I, I knew it. Like, it was so immediate. Like, I knew it right away took the test. It was positive and I was definitely pregnant. And, um, so I finished out my run there and then I was actually already scheduled to go to the Broadway show to fill in for like five or six weeks. So I actually played Alphaba up until I was 10 weeks pregnant, which was really wild. Ooh. But, um, I think it kind of forced me into like not feeling, you know, all the feels of the first trimester, because when I stepped off the stage, when I was done, I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Immediately, I was like, now I feel pregnant. Yeah. So, but it was, it was crazy. Was it really difficult to do, or were you? It was really difficult. I, my voice was really affected when I was pregnant. Like, it was just, I just felt swollen, you know, that, because that first, those first 12 weeks, you like, you don't look pregnant, but you feel just like, big I, I don't know it's like horrible very, yes <laughs> so it was weird being in like in my costumes too because my body was like already changing and you know it, it it was actually a really exciting time I was very very happy to be pregnant and just so like wildly like I don't know you you're like holy shit I'm gonna be a parent like that whole like <laughs> idea but you know here I am living my dreams on stage at the same time so it was kind of like this magical time. I was really, really happy. Did you tell anybody? Did you have to tell your wardrobe department? I didn't tell wardrobe. I told the makeup artist because that's who you really spend the most time with. Like, because when you play Alphabet, you literally don't talk to anybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nobody talks to you. You're a little busy. (laughs) Yeah, a little busy. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, one pee break for the first act and that's about it. But um, yeah, so I told the makeup artist I wanted somebody in the building to know that I was, you know, just in case. Um, But yeah, it you know, that whole thing where you can't tell until you're 12 weeks. It's an awful, sucky feeling. It's a terrible, terrible feeling. But I get why. 
Um, but yeah, I told her. And then when I moved to the Broadway show, I actually told the stage manager because I've been in uh, going into the Broadway company for years now, on and off. So they are they are like my second family there. So I definitely was like, keep it on the DL. But yeah, this is what's going on, and this is why I might sound a little funny. <laughs> I do believe you texted me. Did from I? From L.A. You did. I did because I wanted to know who, like, who to go see. Uh-huh. You texted Crazy. me, and right. that was very near the beginning. Yeah. I, but you didn't say you were pregnant, but you texted and were asking all these questions. And, and I remember like, talking to Dad. a mutual friend of ours. <laughs> I remember talking to Amber, and I was yes. like, I'm pretty sure Jenny D is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I told her because I was staying with her in L.A. when I was right, there. I was right. in her house, and I was like, I have to tell her because yeah. this is crazy yeah so no I was I just remember that I remember that you had texted me that's wild I wonder if I ended up going to see that the doctor that you (laughs) (laughs) how about you Pearl when did you find out were you performing what was your situation um so I've been known to be titled the reading queen so I was doing that about you a lot of readings (laughs) I do I I mean I'm, I'm grateful for that because I really enjoy that stage of the process and I was doing a bunch of readings. I did the, I was five to six months pregnant when I did the lab for Frozen. Uh, So I was just reading after reading after reading. They knew I was pregnant. Um, I remember Patty was like, you're what? You're five to six months pregnant? No way. So it was amazing. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then, and then during Let It Go, whenever, you know, at the time it was um, Betsy, and she would sing, and he was just moving and moving and churning. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, but I actually wound up working and doing readings and things until beyond my due date. So I was a couple days after my due date, and I got a random call from the public saying, hey, listen, we need a last-minute fill-in for somebody who dropped out. and they were developing Moby Dick the Musical. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm available. It's just for a day. Come in during the day, oh in the morning you rehearse, we'll present oh, it to the I team in the imagine. afternoon. I can't imagine. And I was like, okay, so clearly I'm playing Moby Dick. <laughs> clearly, because I was gigantic. And um, But they said, I said, so this is a situation, I am a couple days beyond my due date, so my water could break at any moment. Oh and then she said, okay, so no problem. They are fine with it. And the director will step <laughs> um, in to do your role if that happens. Amazing. And I said, okay, Great. I'm in. And really it didn't. You. It, it would have been <laughs> super dramatic if that I happened mean, like during the during, presentation it would have been, of Moby Dick. Exactly. The water breaking. I mean, come on. Yeah. So it didn't happen, thankfully. But, you know, it was great. And I kind of, crazily, right after he was born... Um, or right before he was born, I had agreed to do a NAMPT festival gig, which which is a short commitment. Um, but then shortly after he was born, I was like, oh my God, I don't know that I can do this. This is a lot. And I'm exclusively breastfeeding. So I called them. I said, listen, I'm giving you three weeks notice so you can find somebody else. I completely understand, but I'm exclusively breastfeeding. I, I, I don't know what to do. I can't. And he's not giving me enough time to pump because he was um, hmm. what is cluster, feeding. cluster feeding. So... Which, to all of you, it's short feeds instead of long feeds, which doesn't help. Basically, you are tied to I'm attached. at all times. <laughs> yeah, and they were great. It was Michael Barras as the director, and he said, bring him. So I had him with me that's at rehearsal awesome. the entire time. That's oh, that's so amazing. Great. It's incredible. I love yeah. when people are. More stories like that. Oh, yeah. Than yeah. understanding <laughs> yes. and human. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. That's awesome. And I didn't really take my 
a full-time job until he was around one. But I just kept doing readings and concerts Reading and things. Reading queen. Yeah. I mean, I literally, on your Instagram, I feel like there's always, every week you've got like uh, <laughs> a group of people in a reading that you've done. I'm like, Pearl is so busy. <laughs> so busy. Yeah. It's a good problem. It's yeah, a good thing. Well, I get yeah. to meet so many great people in each room, so yeah, it's nice. So you are so busy, but you're so busy doing your Broadway show at night, too, both of you. Yeah. Um, and you're both standbys. Uh, Jenny, yes. you stand by for one part, obviously. Mm-hmm. Alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty big one. <laughs> you know, just a little, a little part <laughs> on the show. Yeah. You probably don't know anything about it. Um, and Pearl, what roles do you stand by for in Come From Away? Uh, I stand by for five of the six female roles, um, excluding the role of the pilot, if you know the show. Um yeah, and it's 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 pretty challenging. It's I cannot believe. I don't know if you haven't seen the show. There isn't much set in terms of there are no pieces. It's chairs. Yeah, that they configure in all different ways mm-hmm. to set the scene and where you are. And I, <laughs> I cannot imagine having to know five different tracks of where those chairs go <laughs> and which chair I pick up because they all look the same. And you're like, where am I even going? That is. I don't know how well, you learned that. That's just the, this is the thing, though. All three of the female standbys are all moms, which are oh, which so is fun. I have to like pat ourselves on the back because you know. Meanwhile, we have young ones, so they're you know six between ages three to six, so it's not like they're grown. Mm-mm. And there's a lot of stuff that we have to deal with, uh, you know, sleepless nights and just having the brain power. Yeah, are just always you, kind you of got hazy. the job when. Because I remember we were doing the concert, 54 Below, yes. and you literally just found out you were going into it. And our sons are about the same age. I, I feel like Max was just over one. He was a year and a half when okay, I started. Okay, a year and a half when and you started. He, and I had the young... I mean, we have a lot of parents in the show um, who are either performing in the show or in the on the crew or the you know staffs. So that's really great. It really welcomes the family environment. But when he... You know, he's young, so trying to shove all that information in my brain at the same time was really challenging. And I just felt like, oh my God, I don't know. How am I going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Mom brain is real. Mom brain is real. It is legit. Yep. And you know, when you're just at half mass brain power wise to have that stuff coming at you, it's, it's pretty. No, my hat's off to you. I can't that is overwhelming. Well, I can't even five of the, I mean, five roles. Same, that's a lot. Same with with my other female standby cohorts. You know, yeah, they're they're killing it too. And you know, one of our moms has two, and then the other is you know, he, I think he's about three and a half or four years old. So we've got little babies. We've got young kids. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And they've been a, a huge resources to oh, you know, talking about the mom stuff and how to balance and juggle so yeah how great that you do have women with you who know what it is and what it's like and what the juggle is same with Broadway baby mamas the group as well I mean to have there are more and more of us now and I think that it 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 not only supports us as individuals and behind closed doors but it also supports us in our brains to know and in our souls to know that actually we can do this. Yeah. And that, you're not the only one. And we're not going the only one. Because that's how it feels when you're in those moments where you're like, oh my God. And yeah. Especially when you're in a show that there aren't a lot of mothers in. You really are the only one experiencing it. And, and the other people, not to their discredit, they don't have any frame of reference for yeah. what you're going through at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, okay. So being a standby is obviously 
incredibly difficult, specifically for Pearl, having to balance all these different roles. For you, Jenny, the vocal... It's very... Yeah. Weight of having to perform that at a moment's notice. (laughs) Yeah. How do you go about your day knowing that you may possibly have to perform that role at night? And you don't know if you're going to have to. I mean, that's a good question. Honestly, you know, I'm very thankful that I've been a part of Wicked at this point for on and off for over 13 years. Oh, what? Yes. So. (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Isn't it nuts? I can't even believe, I don't even know where the time has gone. But I've played this role so many times that like my body knows, knows it so well. So I have that behind me, obviously, like that's like my core. Um, But, you know, being back, back into the standby now, it's actually... I find it's easier because when Jules was about seven and a half months old, I went back into the Broadway show playing the role eight times a week. Ooh. And it was, oh my God. It was <laughs> really hard. hard to, yeah. Yeah. It was really hard. Oh my God. Um, not just because like Alphaba is a difficult role to play, but like my body still hadn't like done what it needed to kind of like go back Recovered. Recovered, yeah. Restore. Yeah. Um, so it, it was very strange. It was very strange but um, and difficult. But now, you know, it's kind of nice because I I only do one or two or, you know, none a week. Um, and it's hard when you have to wake up at five in the morning because your child is ready to wake up. Um, and uh, so I, it's mostly just, you know, if I can fit a nap in, I'll do that. Um, I've been meditating a lot which is I'm finding is really helpful for me like yeah. to get that kind of like quick rest mm-hmm. um and I do it on the train because I live in Brooklyn so that helps um mm-hmm. but honestly I you know I don't option up anymore <laughs> I no longer do the vocal olympics or try to you know well you also have nothing left to prove I mean my gosh yeah. you know I mean like- and I I still enjoy it so so much and it's it's actually um kind of magically changed my show and and I think I'm sure you guys understand like being on stage when you're performing and I don't know, there's a whole new perspective. So mm. I actually enjoy it more. And I also have this sense of like, when I do leave the stage, I'm not bothered by like, Oh, that like really bunk note I sang in defying gravity that night. Like, cause I'm like, Oh, I have, I have bigger things going on in my life. <laughs> so I'm able to kind of enjoy the process so much more than I used to. So that's nice. Yeah, just oh. leave it at the door. Yeah, so I just kind of like, yeah, it's like, oh, I get to be on stage. I get to be a working mom, and I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, I don't have that sense of like, oh, my God, I need to sing this song so well today and, you mm-hmm. know, then beat myself up for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. So that's that element is no longer there, which is really yeah, kind of, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's exhausting. It is. Yeah, exactly. it, it is exhausting. <laughs> So for you, Pearl, what does it look like? So you you know these five roles. Obviously, you just you you can tell us about your day. You were hinting at that before oh, we yeah. started this. I had a really special week a couple weeks ago. Um, Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so I had been on the week before this special week for one role, um, and she was supposed to return, but she hadn't made it back, or something happened. She oh she had injured herself. Anyway. Needless to say, I continued on with the same role on Tuesday. And then I thought I was going to continue on on Wednesday, but found out an hour and a half before that I was actually going to play a different role that I cover 
um, because she was feeling ill. So I had to switch gears in my brain to play a role I hadn't played in a month and a half. Mm. And then the next day, but that was semi-planned, but I hadn't played a role in five months. So I played three different roles in three days. Oh, oh my God. Within the same week, um, at the end of the week on a Sunday was Max's birthday party. Oh my God. Which I did way <laughs> too much for, of like crafting and all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I made a pinata. Oh my God. All that kind of pinata. Yeah, made Don't it. even talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, too much, way too much. Um, and then within the same week, I had my first callback and my second callback for company. Oh my God. Just a little, it's a easy, I mean, it's fine. I Just, wanted to die. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like Wednesday was a callback call for company and then Friday was a callback for company. So then what happened is Thursday when I played this role that I hadn't played in five months, six months, I don't even, I have lost track because it's not my primary. It's one of my secondaries. Um, I just didn't sing for three lines because my, I literally had a stroke Oh my God. on stage with the spotlight on me <sighs> front and center. Oh. And it was though I had never experienced that in my oh entire my career. Just mortified. Mm. I picked it back up, but I couldn't. I could not shake it off, Jenny. Oh, I'm sorry. And, I, and trust so, me, there are moments when I do not oh. shake it off. <laughs> like it's not like. And I so want. I kind of carried it with me the next day into my callback. Oh no! Do you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yep. Yeah. So, but your brain just short circuited. It was yeah, like I can't. I just. Can't, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And I'm tired because at night at, after each show, I was like finishing up stuff for the, the birthday party, party. coming right. up. Um, but then, you know, I was beating myself up for a couple days about it. And then I thought, you know what? I had a pretty Herculean week and I'm just going to congratulate myself yes. instead of beat myself up yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy, and happy. just... Uh, and just say, my baby had an amazing birthday, birthday. Mm -hmm. and I played three roles in three days. Yeah. I'm Broadway. On Broadway. Yeah. I mean, and had know. two callbacks for yeah, a fantastic <laughs> revival. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Hmm. But think about how you would have seen that week before you had a child, right? You would have been like, I, I am amazing. Look at what I did this week. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like just my extra. mindset, yeah. it was so different. I mean, I would have been t totally overwhelmed, I know, by all of that. But then I would have gotten to the end of the week and I would have congratulated myself, mm -hmm. right? But at the, but there's something about this motherhood pressure that we put on ourselves. It's like... It's the beating <gasps> yourself up. It's yeah. the beating yourself That's up. In yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, you wanted to make this party perfect for Max. And so that was hanging over your head the entire time. I don't know. That, that feeling that your brain is split into a million places. On top of which, being split into a million pieces, covering five different parts. Well, and you also would have, before Max, before motherhood, you would have had, you would have probably slept until, you know, 10 oh, oh. and had some sleep yeah, and like eased into in your morning. day, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and thought, oh, let me go over this that I'm going to do. And, you know, it, it's very different. I mean, recently, the last, I would say in the last handful of weeks I've had conversations with a couple of girlfriends of mine who I'm very close to who are very su successful in the business neither of them have children and it it's just dawned on me how our how different our perspectives are and they are probably the most empathetic people especially with me they've been with me every step of the way with with Max and everything and they're wonderful but even then it's hard for them to grasp well, I, I can't actually make everything work because I actually do have other commitments and not enough time mm -hmm. and yeah. not enough rest. 
Mm-hmm. So no, I can't get to the gym every day like I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's well if it, you set it as a priority. <laughs> I was like, mm, you yeah. Know. <laughs> you know, I mean, okay. Yes. Sure, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah but, but then I won't see my child. Like that's you know, because yeah. the only time you have to spend with him is you know. I feel like that's part of the biggest struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the me time, like yeah. as opposed as opposed to like before you had kids, that self-care. extra time was the self care time, and now it's like no, that goes directly mm-hmm. to your child because you want to I mean you yeah. want to spend time with them and you know especially once they get to school age you know it's like Elliot is in kindergarten and if I don't get up and see her and put her on the bus at 7 30 I won't see her the, I, at all you yeah. know because like right now I'm in tech and then she goes to bed and you know so spend you want to have those yeah days without seeing them if you don't get up and so it's um it's such a struggle because you want to invest in yourself, of course, also because of the business we're in. We have to keep certain standards to a degree, and you want to have that time, but also I'm not going to take it away from her, yeah. my sweet, you know, my most special little person. So it's a struggle, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes. It's interesting, like, I, I, I'm i finding, like, because my daughter's going to be four, but, like, explaining, and she just started school, but explaining to her, like, what I do and why I'm going to work is a whole different... Well, because she's so aware now. Yeah, yeah, she's like, where are you going? <laughs> when are you... I'm like, I always come back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's funny. And well, it's for all working moms, obviously. You know, there's mm-hmm. that balance of self-care, but it's just so particular, this, the time commitment that we have, even mm-hmm. just the time of day that oh, we yeah. work. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just a, it's a really specific kind of struggle. Well, um, and you guys too, I mean, being standbys, you probably have to go to rehearsal during the week, right? Or no, at this point, maybe you... Yeah, I mean, we have like a lot of company kind of cleanups mm-hmm. that kind of happen every... They're pretty good about it. It's like every four, five, six weeks. So it's not like a lot, but it's at least it's consistent. Um, and I have to go to those. And then if new principals are coming to the show, normally the standbys are called to rehearse with them, mm-hmm. which we we did just have a new principal come in, but we don't really have a new principal coming in until our new Morrible. So, but, um, but yeah, that's the only time I'm really called. So oh, that's I'm, good. That's good. It's actually really the understudy. Good. Then I guess goes. <laughs> the understudy. Under- 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 I know Pearl has a different. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm I mean, you've earned it. You 13 years. You've earned it. But no, I mean, so because of the nature of the show, and because it's actually really necessary, we rehearse every Friday. At least it's just Friday. Yes, yes. <laughs> and on but, Thursday and Friday. And sometimes sometimes right. it is Thursday and Friday right. if we're putting in a new person sure. or, you know, we're training a new person. And then because there's been just a lot of um, training for the different companies that's been going on, so we've had a, a, a bit of a break from rehearsals. But generally it's every Friday, and every Friday we choose a different role that we hit so that we at least touch a role every month, mm-hmm. a month and some change, you know? Yeah. Um, so they like to just kind of alternate it so that we can keep that fresh. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. so are there things that you guys do 
when you're not on stage. I think Pearl, you're probably on a little more often than you, Jenny. But yeah. I know when I've like at the prom when I wasn't on stage, I would have grand designs of all these things I was going oh, to accomplish. For sure. during the show. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, learn my a head language would be on the desk. I would be passed yeah. out asleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I we have a green room at Wicked, and there have been multiple times where I'm just like on the couch underneath the covers. Yeah. <laughs> but how often do you get to go on? It's on it, average. It, well, when I first joined the show back this time, um, I was actually on for a couple weeks. Okay. Because um, our lead was sick. And so I, I actually, like, getting back into the show, it was very strange because I was, like, one week Full. there and then I was on. Oh. Um, so that was interesting. And I was like, oh, wait, I, I'm the standby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, supposed to be at all the time. <laughs> no, but it was good. It was good. They were all understanding and cool. But um, now I'm, like, on maybe once a week. So it's really not – it's not too bad. But during the show, I normally will watch the show, like, because we have a screen that connects – to the front of the house I'll watch it sometimes I'll sing through it probably like once or twice a week if I haven't been on a lot Mm. just to kind of keep it in my body Mm. um or I'll read a lot of trashy magazines because yeah. I love those too. Just kind of like exit yep. my brain it is a little as bit much of as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. no, it's kind of nice. It's that those shows are kind of nice to have yeah. when you don't have anything to do. Yeah. Um, I, I, you're like I don't get them actually. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, our show is is a hundred minutes long, so that I mean that's a gift in and of itself that it's short enough that. You can't, I mean, you can't get too far into anything. So I, I, I scroll a lot mm-hmm. um, to relax a bit. And um, but I, you know, thankfully my my agents have been keeping me busy with some auditions for TV stuff. So and that comes in pretty frequently. So I use that time to memorize lines yep. for the next thing, mm-hmm. for the next audition, or if I'm working on a reading, I'm going through that material and stuff like that. So I use that as as some carved out time to get work done too. Yeah. But I do have a lot of downtime too. And I will take an occasional nap and things like that. Yeah. That was the hardest. I, I stood by at Evan Hansen earlier this year. Yes, you did. And that was my first time standing by. Did you have fun? You looked like you had a good time. I did. I mean, it was a great, I really love the company and yeah. they were all so welcoming and warm and, um, and I really liked the people. It was just, I, <laughs> I had always thought like, oh, I'd love to be a standby. I would get so much done. I would read so many books. Uh-huh. I would work out. <laughs> I don't, I didn't do any of those things. I watched Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I was like, oh, this is, I ordered dinner. That was, you know, I would like order my dinner and I would eat and watch Netflix. It's interesting there too, because nine people, well, they just changed it. But when I was there, nine, the whole, the nine standbys share one room. Oh, wow. Male and female? Male and female, ages 18 to 50. Like everyone's in there because when you're on, you go to the principal's room that you're on for. So it was just, there was always like, you know, Noise. people noodling on the guitar or singing or talking or like making, you know, Instagram videos. It's like, there was always stuff going on. Um, but it was, uh, it was an interesting experience. It was, I, it, I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because I'm not a very proactive person, truthfully, and I didn't make very good use of my time. <laughs> I mean, I caught up on some TV, you know, but, um, uh, I was so happy when I got to go on, you know, yeah. just to do the show. Especially, yeah. I think, being a mom, being away from your child, yes. it feels like if you're going to be away, you want to be doing something. And yeah. not that being a standby isn't doing something, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you want to be on the stage and an active participant mm-hmm. to yes. just feel like it's 
it's worth it Absolutely. because missing that dinner and bedtime, you know, yeah, that was how I felt. So I don't know if you guys, that's, I'm sure you probably that's exactly have exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. And, um, well, I mean, the standbys vary. So one of our standbys, he's a writer. So he wrote his musical. That's amazing. Yeah, and I would never get anything like that accomplished. No. You know, I mean, he's, he's amazing. I, I adore him. Um, Tony LaPage. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he's prolific and he's working and doing his thing. And, um, and then, you know, we have some standbys that, have a wonderful setup so they have a huge flat screen tv in their dressing room and they're catching up on the tv and Mm -hmm. and for me i have a really hard time already just keeping all this stuff in my head like they're rock stars that they can just come downstairs if we're in the middle of a show and they need to be called in it's happened twice and i nearly made it a third time but i was called and i got dressed and ready but then she felt better so Mm. it was canceled but it really happens when those mid shows are. Oh my god! Oh, no yeah, brutal. but they—I mean—they're really comfortable being in the middle of their show and being called down, and I'm not. So I stay in the green room mm. during the show, mm. which then means you're—you have the screen in front of you and you're watching the show and or you're hearing it piped in. So I'm kind of always half in and half out of the show anyway. Right. So I don't really get into anything else really deeply, yeah. just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because you right. never know. It's a hard place to live, though, during the show. To kind yeah. Of be half in well, I've always thought, like, of an alphabet standby. I mean, I've thought about this over the years of just, like, what is it like to be the standby? And no- first off, how fast can they put that green paint on you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then also yeah, to great. just be chilling or sleep on the couch, and then all of a sudden they're like, you have to go scroll to E or whatever, <laughs> F or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, get on out there, Jenny. Yeah. So. Can you speak to that? Has that happened many times for you for a mid-show? I think I've done a mid- mid-shows maybe like two handfuls of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a standby on Broadway for almost two and a half years, back 2009 to 2011. Um, so I did most of my mid-shows there. Um, and it, it's adrenaline. It's all mm-hmm. adrenaline. That's mm-hmm. like, thank God for it, because yeah. uh, I would not be able to do it if it wasn't for that. Um, but the makeup really... They can get it on there really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think Ten their minutes? record was like eight minutes. Because normally Damn. what happens is the alpha will sing The Wizard and I, and she'll be like, I'm not okay, or I'm not going to, or I don't feel good, or right. I'm not going to be able to keep making it. Um, they'll tell somebody on stage and they'll let them know. And then I would run on for like the toss, toss, and pop after popular <laughs> or into um, the Emerald City. Do they stop the show or do they? They don't. Do they make an announcement or do they wait? They make it. They wait till intermission. So it's it's interesting when you run out and you're like, oh, and you see the front row kind of leaning into each other, like, wait a minute, that's not the same person. But probably from the back, probably. I mean, unless your stature is a lot different with the green makeup, it's probably difficult to tell, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember. I think I was standing by for Di Rossioli, and she's like a head taller than I am, (laughs) (laughs) and it only happened that one time. But I remember being like, yeah, they know. Know that I'm definitely a lot shorter. So, but But you're not even short. Wait, how tall is Dee? I mean, I've I mean, she's not a full head taller, but she's maybe half a head. Yeah, Yeah. she's tall. I mean, she's definitely taller than me. And I think it was when she was playing it with Aaron Mackey, who's also a tall. Oh yeah, and. I'm shorter than than her, so it was definitely a very visualize. You can see it. You can see it. Yeah. 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 Amazing. (laughs) Um, what? Oh, this will be edited. God. It's all good. <laughs> Sometimes my brain just is like, 
You're not going to no straight to text. Oh my God. Just a few things this week. Um, <laughs> what, Mom life. How about what do you think changed in you the most when you became a mother? Or what do you think that was the biggest change? A positive or negative? Or maybe one of each? Like, like having to do with being a performer or just, or just in, in general life. In, in life? General. In general. I weirdly, see, I feel like I've always been kind of high strung in general. Um, and I feel like I've gotten more high strung, but in a completely different section of my life. So like, it's no longer about me, but it's about this little human. So I'm weirdly like calmer and like more relaxed in my own body as like Jenny, but I'm not, I'm not at all like in my head about my child. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, it's like you I, said, when you... You could leave what happened at the theater at the door right. because now you're focused in on her. Right, exactly. So I don't know if that makes sense totally. what I just said, but like I, yeah, I think that uh, so many things have positively changed for sure. Um, but the worrying and the, the, you know, the beating up, you know, beating yourself up is uh, definitely a lot to handle. It's a lot of pressure. It is. But. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I would say my heart is huge right now. Like I can cry right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, just, I'm very sensitive to things now. Mm -hmm. Um, and say in the same vein, I just kind of feel a little bit like, oh, I'm just slightly good at everything, but not great at anything, you know, which which is not the best feeling, but, but I'm, you know, I also understand I'm starting to be a little bit more forgiving of myself mm -hmm. and understand that doing a lot, doing a lot. Cause you have to, for survival, you have to yeah. give yourself a break yeah. or else you would literally be a puddle every single day, which, yeah. you know, sometimes, and sometimes know. we are yep. <laughs> and, and I, that's okay. I also yep. think I just worry a lot. Yes. Oh my God. My anxiety went through the roof. Right? Like I, I mean, I was never the most optimistic person, but I mean, to be honest, but I, Kara used to sit in the dressing room, Kara would always be like, don't look for the other shoe, Jess. Like I was always looking for the other shoe to drop. She's like, don't look for it. Um, <laughs> you know, um, cause she knew me before. I mean, we've known, and Jenny, I mean, we've, we've all known each other for a long time. Very long. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I, I was, I wasn't optimistic, but I also wasn't as anxious and I mean, I wasn't like you know, the worst is going to happen every time. I wasn't quite to that point. And now it's like, that is just, I think about it all the time, you know, yeah. when she's out without me or when oh, she, you know, yeah. I put her on the bus to school. That was a huge thing for me to be able to do. It was like, okay, but how do I know if she's going to get inside the building? How do I know she's going <laughs> to yeah. be okay? Like that's some, you know, that she's not going to, that something's not going to happen. And I just have to trust that she's at school, you yeah. know, until 2.20. Yeah. And then, you know, like what if they don't notice if she's not there? I mean, it's like, or if she's out in the city and safety and just all the things. I mean, I, it's crazy to me how my anxiety ramped up. Oh, it yeah. was in, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. And, and it it's continues. constant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's constant. It's like once you like past like one little point there like you have more mm -hmm. you know a whole new section of things to I feel I was about. I was less anxious in the first year of her life yeah, like when she, sure. was when she was always smaller you. yeah when yeah. she was you know because I was with her and I was you know and she was so small and now 
she's not still running. small. Yeah, right. <laughs> or climbing. Right. Or, or any of those swimming. things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now it's like, not only do I worry about her, but then I think about like, are they being nice to her at school? Oh. Are people being mean? <sighs> What's happening? You know, their little hearts are just so. There's that phrase that um, bigger bigger kids, bigger problems. Bigger problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Get ready. <laughs> not Pearl. looking forward to that. <laughs> it's no. true. It's very true. It's funny you talked about, like, you feel like you could cry right now. I feel, I, when I became a mom, I completely felt that way. I felt like I was broken open. Yes. But broken open in a way to feel like the highest highs. Absolutely. And and like, look, we are in theater. We are already emotional beings who have thought we could get even more so. But I just remember feeling like, oh my God, I can't believe my emotions are so extreme right now. You know? It's, and it's just interesting because, um, a couple of the characters that I cover, or most of them actually, are moms. Hmm. So there is just something there that exists that if you have that experience, and I played moms before mm-hmm. I was a mom, and one role in particular, I'm glad I wasn't a mom when yeah. I was playing it. I bet I can guess. <laughs> so, because um, I can't even imagine playing that role now. Um, but. But now, just just what you can bring to it, the, yeah. the understanding and and, and the it's heart. It's true. The At heart. Evan Hansen, yeah. it was like mm-hmm. that. It was right? like doing those roles playing as a mother. Roles. Playing, yeah, it was it. just like, oh my god, it brings so much more color to it and and weight. You yeah. know, it feels like, and just because you have your own experience, and then you can identify with them and the struggles that they have as mothers. It's so interesting because when I had my first, I took a maternity leave from Jersey Boys. And the character that I played was a mom. Mm. So when I left, I wasn't a mom. And when I came back, I was. How mm-hmm. different was that? Well, I mean, it, there was there was a, a moment in the show where the daughter is a drug addict and, and is not well, and she ends up dying, but I am not on stage for that moment. Spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Major, but I feel like everybody knows the show. <laughs> no, right I know. Now. I'm oh, just gosh, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Jersey boys. <laughs> um, but there is a line where I would say the words, my daughter. And I had a daughter. And I remember my first show back, those words coming out of my mouth and being like, oh my God, I do. Like yeah. it, And you know, as an actor, you try to make everything your truth, obviously, but this was now my truth, you know? And I had been through something very traumatic with my daughter when she was about three months old. And so it just, I, it, I just will never forget it. It hit me like a ton of bricks in that moment to mm. say those words. You know, and it just, it, it, the the before and the after, yeah. right? Just so specifically to do the exact yeah. same thing and how it changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, um, well, with that, you know, continuing on in this business, just sort of like, how do you, how do you see your future? Like in this business as a mom, like, you know, some people, <laughs> like, no, but I mean, like, breath? I mean, you know, really some people, like- some people decide, it's hard, the struggle. You know, I found myself not wanting to do long runs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I love being on Broadway, but I definitely have sort of in my mind, like, I think a year. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to have time yeah, um, to occasionally to spend with my child. So how do you guys, and some people leave the business completely, you know, and yeah. and it is a juggle, and or they come back later. Or, um, just if you've thought about that or. I mean, honestly, at this point, I need to just live in the now. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, really focused on living in the now. And right now, you know, I was offered to come back, and I'm so happy and grateful to be there and be, you know, making the money and, you know, 
being in a show that I love still. Um, and, you know, I'm going to just take it as it comes yeah. because, you know, I hope that there's going to be more opportunities, you know, whether it's on stage or I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever be behind a camera, but possibly. Um, but, yeah, I think that, like, just kind of trying to focus on Jules and what's most important for her right now and um, and me and, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, living in the now is a good idea. It's yeah. being present in the moment. Yeah, just yeah. enjoying it and, you know, seeing where it goes. And, you know, obviously work-wise, I, would, I can't take anything out of, out of the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have to stay here in the city. But that's fine. I like being at home. That's all right. <laughs> yep. It's nice to be on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather be on Broadway than I mean, you somewhere know. else. <laughs> you know, I, I'm kind of with you, Jenny. I just can't. I can't get ahead of myself because, like, we were talking about the anxiety. And then mm, I'll yeah. just worry myself, right. yep. and it's it's not worth the worry because whatever's I'm trying to be zen about this, but mm-hmm. whatever's meant to be mine is going to be mine, mm-hmm. and um, I do my best to carve out as much time as I can for Max and for my husband, and and I am grateful that I have a show that's 100 minutes long. I'm yes, grateful that I have that we have one show on Sundays. Oh. Um, you know, when you have a two, you know, when you have a five show weekend, it really eats up the entire weekend. And my my husband's a, a nine to fiver, so we're pass, passing shifts. I'm grateful in one sense that our kid is mostly with a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have a lovely nanny who helps us out maybe 15 hours a week, but which is amazing. But I, you know, I do miss that time. The, for the three of us to be together. Um, but it will all get figured out, you know? I mean, I'm lucky that I'm in a long-running show, but often shows aren't so long-running. Right. So Usually it's not an issue. Usually you're like, oh, that's cool. This will probably won't even be here in a year. Yeah. So. Like, so, you know, you take all the, the good with the bad, and, and, you know, Max gets to come by the theater, that's and, great. And the, the whole company, they're so wonderful to him. They just play with him. They love having him there. They put him on the turntable and run the lights and the oh turntable. Oh, my wow. gosh. I'm going to bring so Elliot over because she would loses, love that. He loses his mind. Yeah. yeah. And so he's always – and he's so funny. He sees the logo, and he points at it. And at, like, age two, he said, Mama's work. Mama's yeah. work. He knew. Jules yeah. does he the just same knew, thing. Yeah. Right? With the yeah. On the subway because now the wicked – Mm. Things are on all the subway maps. Yes, and it was on the the taxi cab one day, and Mm -hmm. we were walking. I was strolling him around. He said, Mama's work. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's amazing. One day I'll have him see what I do. Right. He's still a little bit young. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 My my son, who's about the same age as Max, they saw the very end of the prom. They saw, like, the final number. And the thing that he kept saying is, Mom, there's an O in your show. Because the logo, P-R-O-M. Yes. So all he gives me is like, there's an O in your show. And like, there is an O in my show. I don't know why that's what you took away from it. But yes, there is an O. Oh my God. There's so funny. Um, I think what you guys are talking about, being in the moment, is something I think I recently have really come to terms with because I don't think I did for a very long time, um, especially after having my second you know, I went right back into a show after my first. I was like, yeah, I'm in it. I'm I'm still doing this. It's totally fine. I'm still viable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I had my second. I was like, oh, God, I'm not. Um, but just kind of being 
okay with knowing it's an ebb and flow. You know what I mean? And it's going to come and it's going to go and it's going to look differently than it did before. Mm -hmm. Um, Never in my life would I have thought I would have been so happy to be a vacation swing. Yeah. And I was so happy. Yeah. It that's was like a perfect job dream. for me in I feel that like that's moment. exactly well, how I feel right now. And that's the thing is that, yeah, yeah case by case, yeah? Mm-hmm. So at any given time, you might feel like going out of town. Right. It's yeah. going to be an okay right. choice. Right. right. You know, I... I an investment yeah. for the yeah. right like thing. That. There was, mm-hmm. There's yeah. a project that I've been working on for a handful of years, and it's finally having a production, and it's going to be in the fall of next year at the Berkshires, in the Berkshires, which isn't far but it means that I will be missing his first month of pre-K. And I said no. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know what? It's going to be a huge transition for him mm-hmm. to be going to school full-time, full days. I need to be here for him. So if it was any other year or any other month maybe, I would have probably reconsidered. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just going to, we're just going to have to feel it out. Yeah, yeah. You take know? it as it comes. Take it as it comes because, mm-hmm. you know, there, there might be an out-of-town tryout for a show that's going to definitely come in and I want to be a part of that and then right. we'll make it work. But yeah, you invest the months away. I, I did that with Summer. It's like yes. I went to La Jolla when Elliot was three for three months yeah. and that was hard and she came out a couple times to visit um, but the idea was this is supposedly going to come in, yeah. hopefully. We didn't know for sure, but I was like, I'm going to invest the time. And it came and in. And it came in. And then I was on Broadway and living here and working for a year. And so I was, you know, you have to just... But it's case by case. Case by and, case. And, it's, and the good thing, I feel like, is that it's actually fairly clear in the moment. I, that has been my yeah, experience so far. Yeah, intuition. Yeah, and, and you kind of know. You're like... I can't do this or yeah, I can, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to make this work because it's important to me. It's funny. I remember before having, um, Elin, my daughter, there were several fathers at Jersey boys. And I remember one of them saying to me, the best thing about it is that you don't do the things that you don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just jump and say yes to every project because you think, Oh God, am I ever going to work again? Or, or, or I need to say yes to everything. You really start to pick and choose what's important to you and your priorities shift. And I think that was so um, spot on. At least it has been for me. You know, just the way that I make decisions is so different now that I have Mm -hmm. a kid, too, kids. I I also think, again, having a community of parents, um, hetero parents, gay parents, different ages, Mm -hmm. it just, it's so wonderful because now that there are more of us, because I know that when I was starting out in the business, there just were so few. People actually thought that they had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either I choose my career and don't have children, mm-hmm. or I have children and I quit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really that stark. Yep. And it wasn't that long ago. And it no. wasn't that long no. ago. And so, and to see this huge influx of, of parents coming mm-hmm. out and still killing it and still coming out and doing their thing, it's really, really just so exciting. Um, and, and so heartwarming, you know? Yeah. I think it just makes us all better artists. We can always, you know what I mean? It yeah. bring, bring more of our story to the table. It's just adding to it. So, yeah. and, and yeah. in a, you know, an art form that's all about the human condition and telling stories about the human condition, like having children is part of the human condition, <laughs> you know, that's how life continues. So, well, and like you were saying, like you felt like cracked open when yeah. you became a parent. Like it is like, it's amazing how much more you can pull from like mm-hmm. as just, just the perspective is so much wider. Yeah. yeah. That's a, something that pal, the parent artist advocacy league talks about is seeing parents 
not the fact that you, the fact that you're a parent isn't a deficit. It's mm-hmm. actually something that makes you more val- valuable as an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's so much truth in that, right? Yep. And yeah. that's why I think the conversation is so important to bring our children to the table in terms of who we are when we're in the room, you know? Yeah, I have a kid. I'm a mom. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm any less, you know? It's like this yeah. is part of who I am and a major part of it. And I think the more that we speak it and um, and the, the more uh, the benefit there will be and also that perhaps inclusivity and we won't have to feel like we can't say it because I do think there are still those moments you know where they don't want to consider people for things because they have a kid or they assume we won't do things or things like that so I think the more we can talk about it and bring it to light and And the more people listen to us (laughs) (laughs) yeah then uh yeah it'll be good things Thank you guys so much. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for having us. It was so fun. It was nice to meet you. (laughs) I feel like we're like, we're we're mama friends. We're like a little sister therapy session. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic. Kristen Anderson-Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward-Weber for our super theme song. Our producer, Dory Berenstein, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Have a good one. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.